Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss hello ho 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 <laughs> I'm Adam Will Ward from What Culture, joined by the Dudley Boys of What Culture, Michael Hambra and Michael Sidgwick for a very special Christmas special, now annually known as Secret Banter. It's like Secret Santa. <laughs> a little banter added to it. Um, <laughs> so, Hamlet, Merry Christmas. How are you spending uh, Christmas Day in the Hamlet household? Merry Christmas, Wilborn, as usual, or as has become the painful norm. Um, I'm recording this on Christmas Day in my toilet, hiding with a pack of biscuits and some chocolates, getting five minutes of goddamn peace, as I imagine several people will be listening to this podcast. Um, as pretty much where I've been for the past week, my uh, kids went out and uh, went to school and got the old Rona, didn't they? Uh, so we've been isolating for the, the bulk of the Christmas. Most Christmas plans went up the wall. There are worse times of year, I suppose, to be locked in with your family than the time of year that you'd already mentally prepared to be locked in with your family. So it's... Neither better or worse than any other Christmas. But as usual, one of my favourite bits of Christmas Day at this point, very much a tradition, is getting to see your lovely faces. How's your Christmas Day going? Well, Michael Sidgwick, we are coincidentally spending this Christmas Day together. Yeah. (laughs) But when you head back to the Sidgwick household, what's going on? Well, what's funny is that the world ended two days ago. (laughs) (laughs) So, miraculously, the uh, the office stayed intact. (laughs) When I leave the office, I'm just going to cling to a bit of completely exploded space rock <laughs> and try and find my family before my head actually explodes. Is, is, I'm asking this to both of you. Is Christmas more magical or just more stressful with children? More magical, one million percent. Like, it's a cliche, but you love to see their faces. You just love to see the little blighters' faces. When they turn around and say... Daddy, I can't make this thing work. Well, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. But then the daughter is incredibly strong-willed. She doesn't want any help in doing anything. She'll honestly, like, she'll rather break her neck by climbing into the bath. I could do it all by myself. It's like, well, you can't. <laughs> you really can't. Uh, so, yeah, that's going to, that was bad earlier today. <laughs> <laughs> What was the, uh, what was, can you phrase that question the exact same way you did the Sidgwick plays, Wilbon, if you can remember it? Uh, is the Christmas experience more stressful or more magical with children? Allow me to be a meme. 
Why not both? <laughs> uh, it's, it's lovely in patches. As it, says. it really is magical. I'm not somebody that has much of a care for Christmas anyway, so the kids ingest that in me a little bit. There are toys that they have torn open today that they will never play with ever again in their goddamn lives. But today, it is more important and imperative that they play with them right now, right the second, even though there's 50 other toys around. And such is the magic of this wheel with which we run on going for 12 more months to save up to do it all over again, lest we spend anything on ourselves. But they're so happy when they're open. Oh, no, you've got to see their faces. You've got to see the faces when you're taking the stage pictures so the family members that bought that exact gift get the picture by 10 a.m. Otherwise, you get a little bit of a passive-aggressive mark saying, did they like the presents? <laughs> <laughs> Steve is enjoying the fucking moment. Merry Christmas to you too. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Yeah, documenting the day for other people is presumably more stressful than, than arguably anything else. That's Francis's job. <laughs> <laughs> um, the benefits uh, of you Cedric, I... sorry, Wilbon. Sorry, uh, Cedric, have you, uh, do you go for the bin bag straight away? For that? I've got the bag, I've got yes. the bag. Like it's a, like <laughs> yes, it's, yes. Like it's a job when... Well, we know it's not a job. It's my job. That's one of the clutter. Don't clutter me. I, I, I realise we will get to the, 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 the clips that we want to talk about in a minute. I'm fascinated by your two's Christmas. Who's who's the uh, Christmas chef in each of your houses? Or is it a sort of team effort? Uh, the mother-in-law. Is it? Yeah. What, are you having a bit of turkey? bit of turkey later. Pamphlet? My wife and I think we're having chicken and beef because nobody likes turkey. So Yeah, we don't eat turkey sort of, at Christmas. We just gotta cook it correctly. Yeah. Oh, we're not my mum, so maybe we'll have turkey this year. Just, yeah. Um we are in fact at my mother-in-law's this Christmas. Uh all being well. By the, by, by that I mean by the time we finish this podcast, of course. <laughs> um, which means you don't want to tempt fate in retrospect. Oh, yeah, 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 of course. Oh, yeah. Um and uh, yeah, imagine, imagine the payoff to World Bond's soothsayer gimmick is Christmas Day. The world's ended. Oh, I think you'll find that um, somebody called the finish to the match on day to be down last week and the end of the world. So thank you very much. One nil, one nil, World Bond again. Um, yeah, uh, we were talking, uh, what well, must have been about uh, a week and two days ago about this. Nine days, <laughs> yeah, yeah, indeed. <laughs> um, talking about this recently um, because we hosted a couple of years ago obviously last year was 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 what it was and uh this year which going to theirs and i've said i'm very much looking forward to doing absolutely bugger all i am a guest i will maybe buy some takeaway or something that we'll have in the weird christmas period but for the most part this year i'm drinking your booze i'm eating your food and uh, very nearly got our Invitation rescinded the other day when I told my mother-in-law, I'm not lifting a finger decorating someone else's house with Christmas stuff because they're apparently working till Christmas. They're the <laughs> so, not my fault. No, not yours. <laughs> right. Before we get to the, the central thing of, of secret banter, I, I should read out a couple of things because uh, as we are spending this moment together, you and I, Michael Sidgwick, uh, we are being very well fed. We, we're eating... The breakfast of champions on Christmas Day, that being huge boxes of celebrations and bars <laughs> of galaxy. Uh, we did get sent these a while back, but we saved these for Christmas Day. Mm -hmm. uh, so I've got to shout out a couple of people here. I know other people have sent us food, 
But uh, that's been eaten so quickly that we've lost the Amazon tags that came with it, basically. But shout out to Sarah, a.k.a. Strange Pixie on Twitter, uh, who says, hey, what culture wrestling humans? Hope you and all your families have a fab Christmas and New Year. Be safe from Sarah. Same to you, Sarah. Uh, and thank you for the outrageous box of celebrations that, uh, well... The box was addressed to me and the Dadley boys, but a lot of people in the What Culture Office have been sniffing around this. We've had to defend it with our lives. Thankfully, though, that isn't the only box of huge two kilograms worth of celebrations that we've received in recent weeks. Uh, shout out to Kiran Sharma, who not only sent us the big box of uh, celebrations chocolate, we also got a crazy... 20 bar pack of galaxy chocolate bars. Incredible. Who uh, says, I want to say a huge thank you. I work late on, late on Fridays and between the Rampage Rap, who'd have thought that would go over in 2021? Not me. And the award-winning <laughs> bloody good quiz. You make my job a lot more enjoyable. Happy Christmas to everyone. Uh, and for the chocolate bars, says, also sending these to Sidgwick and Hamlet to share with others too, as it's getting too cold to go outside and touch grass. <laughs> so thank you to uh, Kiran Sharma for that, and to Sarah, aka Strange Pixie, on Twitter. It's very generous. We, we, you know, we didn't ask for it. We did, but we didn't, you know, we didn't explicitly ask for it. So yes. I suppose we can get away with it. Anyway, shall we get on with secret banter? Absolutely. Just to. Tell people what it is. Yes, uh, if you're unaware, by the way, if this is the first What Culture Wrestling podcast you've listened to, welcome. Uh, you've got quite a lot to catch, catch up on. Uh, what Culture Wrestling, wherever you get your podcast from, Daily Wrestling Podcast, Raw, SmackDown, NXT 2.0. Oh, oh, oh! oh. AW Documentaries. Interviews, roundtable discussions, uh, and wrestling culture with a hashtag, a bloody good quiz on Fridays, of course. But yes. The central theme of Secret Banter is something we do every week, in fact, as part of our review of Maninaro, um, <laughs> which is the five-star review review. Monday Night Raw is three hours. It's guaranteed to be at least one dreadful segment on there that we just can't bring ourselves to review. So instead, we review something short, crap, and wrestling-related that you have volunteered to us by subscribing to us on iTunes and leaving us a five-star review on there. Well, on Christmas Day, we all bring in things that are short, crap, and wrestling-related and go through them. Michael Sidgwick, what have you brought for, for Secret Banter this year? Well, some people on Twitter call me a dickhead, right? Okay. <laughs> and I'm starting to think, having what I've just done, starting to agree with them. <laughs> The reason being is that Hamflat, I got you nothing. Okay. Wilborn, I got you two presents. What? <laughs> One of which is not, it's short and it's wrestling, but it's not crap. Okay. Who's your favorite NXT wrestler, black and gold and 2.0 included? Oh. <laughs> now it's fair to say you're not completely up on your. Pro Wrestling Gorilla Deep Cuts. Indeed. <laughs> As Trevor Lee, Cameron Grimes was top banter, mm -hmm. right, in PWG. So, so I've heard. I, so I've gone to the trouble of transcribing one of his short promos. Fantastic. With it being short, with it being a PWG Deep Cut, there wasn't a big YouTube comment section. Okay. Right? 
So one of our favorite things to do here at What Culture Wrestling is um, take the piss out of perverted blokes <laughs> yeah. who are fascinated on YouTube comment sections. So your second present is that underneath a Tory Wilson segment. <laughs> That's a very good present. Okay, so here they are. <laughs> I love that you brought notes to this. That's my favorite thing of the year. Okay. So am I going to need the bleep machine for this? You are. This is um, a promo that Trevor Lee, Cameron Grams, mm-hmm. to um, people who don't like PWG, cut at the expense of Brody King, recent AEW ah. signing, ahead of their match at the 2018 Battle of Los Angeles, which is called Bola. Bola. Bola, Bola, Bola. Let's see if this promo bolas me over. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I'm going to have to do an accent to make it funny. But of the, course. It's the comments are the funny thing. Okay. So his shtick was he was so good in the mic that he would just, the gimmick was he would talk to his opponents for like two minutes and then get battered immediately when he took it too far. It was, it was a great bit. First of all, this is some bullshit. <laughs> I'm coming off the hardest match of my career last night. This isn't fair. This isn't fair at all. But you know what? Trevor Lee is a conqueror. Trevor Lee, he's not scared. I mean, hell, I've beat him more bowlers than he's had matches. I mean, what the hell? You think this is a good Charlotte concert? What are you doing? <laughs> you may think you're hardcore, but everyone here knows that I'm goddamn hardcore. I mean, just look at you. You got all these stupid tattoos. You probably don't even believe in God. <laughs> <laughs> but that's all right, because in PWG, I am God. And after this, you'll believe in me. The only reason these people like you is because you're the only one, I guess, is from California that actually gets booked on these shows. <laughs> from Van Nice? What the f? <laughs> that sounds stupid as shit. I mean, come on, just look at you. You act so fucking stupid. <laughs> and then at this point, <laughs> yeah, Brody King just bars him in the face. <laughs> just this incredibly obnoxious hick. Being told by <laughs> Super Dragon the book obnoxious, inready sounding hick you can possibly be to someone, and then that someone every time is going to just punch you in the face yeah. about the match. Absolutely spellbinding banter. Now, however, there was like four comments, and they were all just reciting the yeah, favorite yeah, lines yeah. on yeah. the promo. So I'm thinking, well, we need comments. That's mm. what makes the five star review reviews and indeed secret banter. Therefore, I went to a very familiar well. Bit of uh, inside baseball here. Okay. On a slowish day, Hamlet and I maybe have been known to just type in something like Sable Jacqueline Bikini Contest <laughs> on YouTube <laughs> the express purpose of finding the funny perverts. Right? Yeah, if it's on yeah. if it's on your YouTube history and the, the missus finds out about you, I'll just, just read the comments. Just read the I'm comments. Not- <laughs> <laughs> Legitimately true. Anyway, so I typed in right. Tory Wilson Sable Smackdown 2003. Great. Knowing that good, good, good. A certain colleague was in his uh, sexual prime during this uh, period <laughs> of his life. Good choice. So anyway, here are the comments from WWE Smackdown 2003 Sable Bikini Contest Full Segment HD. <laughs> HD. <laughs> HD or just want the no, it's, I think it was impossible. It's like 320p or something. Uh, so the Man Dragon writes, the Man Dragon. Oh, the names are like is half as much as the comments. 
God, this is hella not allowed today too bad. (laughs) (laughs) Woke culture strikes again. It gets worse. Uh, Retro dealer number 64. Um, I don't know if he's typed out a question without much grammar or if he's done a misprint here, but I'll just read it. Or he's just using one hand to type. Yes, indeed. So I'll just... um, I'll just read it as he said it. Uh, read it as he said it. <laughs> Sable always had a little Grammy voice. <laughs> <laughs> um, Eddie Smith calls it like he sees it. Uh-huh. Seven months ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> puppies, just puppies. <laughs> <laughs> Um, now we're gonna right. We are going to elevate the tone. Yeah, we're gonna yeah. elevate the tone, right? Um, and who better to do that than Olympic wrestler? Because we know all about Olympic mm-hmm, wrestlers, mm-hmm. and they're like kind of square jawed, wholesome, mm-hmm. milk drinking guys. You know, like real athletes who are a bit nerdy. They don't really have any lives, so you're not gonna expect any filth. No, no, no. Um, from Olympic wrestling. Uh, just a quick point as well. These do not reflect the views myself, Dadley Boys, or anyone at What Culture Wrestling. Right, we're we just like, you know, we like the perfect. Well, Olympic wrestler. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Two, we're mon- all... two months ago. Come on. Two months ago. He's going to get our minds out of the gutter. Mm-hmm. Brock was in the back blasting a few <laughs> loads to this. <laughs> to the match. Blasting loads. I love that. <laughs> I was crying at my desk. I was absolutely blasting oh. a few loads. We found uh, we found what Giles Corrin's burner, haven't we? <laughs> Going like a shower head in a bath back there. Back, you know, not no days ago when we were making our notes for this. I can't imagine what people who do proper jobs here and what culture must be. Me and Sid and handful of Saran giggling at our desk going, yeah, that's getting included. Blasting loads <laughs> in the back. Blasting load. I love the idea of how, like, just the propulsion of his cover shots is just uh, <laughs> it's quite a little picture. So, shame on you, um, Olympic wrestler. Um, Brock, of course, wasn't the only person who was blasting loads, no, uh, because Clinton Anderson, one year ago, writes, I used to beat my bishop all the time, <laughs> <this lady." laughs> <laughs> beat I, my bishop. I used to beat my bishop all the time to these ladies. My Johnson never got a chance to rest, though. <laughs> I love that this guy has logged into YouTube to tell the world he's wanking and then thinks he needs euphemisms. <laughs> <laughs> like... So ancient knowledge mm. uh, writes in response, uh, you're a fool, Walt. And Clinton... <laughs> I love Twitter, these exchanges on YouTube or Twitter. So... Uh... Clinton responds to Angel yeah. and says, Lol, if only I could turn my humor into getting one of these fine pieces of ace. <laughs> uh, finally, oh, oh. Sasha Banks Social Club, one year ago. <laughs> Is it official this? Or... I hope not. <laughs> Damn, I destroyed a few socks from this clip. Oh, oh. <laughs> So here, I've never got the sock thing. Never got it. So, Brock's oh. blasting loads, right? <laughs> Clinton's there. Clinton's there with even more propulsive streams of cock <laughs> that are able to burst through the sock, <coughs> or as what actually has happened, 
Whether propulsive or not, these loads are so like there's so many <laughs> or acidic. I was looking that at. they've eventually crusted over, and there's uh, he's oh. trying to put them on, and they're just broken. <laughs> he's just snapped them over his knee instead. And, uh, he couldn't. Uh, he couldn't fix his old socks because it wasn't even his darn. <laughs> <That's laughs> <even his. laughs> oh God! What a start! Oh Jesus! Oh. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Pamela, follow that, mate. What, what have you got for us? I mean, I feel like Matt side Alan Wardlow 10 days ago because I have absolutely no chance of following this dead crowd, but I'll I'll do my best. Um, because I've gone, I've relied in times of trouble like this on dusty roads. Okay. Dusty roads, like a safe pair of hands, knowing that I might have had to follow one of you two legends with a better pattern. I haven't got any of my own that's as good as Dusty. So I've gone to Dusty and I've gone to TNA because yeah, where well, else to choice. go this time of year? Um, Dusty Roads is in TNA. It's early days. The horrible, grotty, smoky, it was either the asylum or the early pay-per-view buildings. They looked absolutely terrible. Think of Vince Russo calling everybody a piece of shit and you've got the exact visual of what era of TNA this was. And he's just railing on poor old Brian Lawler, formerly Grand Master Sex here, but legally can't be called that anymore. Brian Lawler for being rubbish and it's gold. Uh, it's early TNA. Brian Lawler's there with David Flair. They are the sons of legends that couldn't get it done in their career and they're pissed and they're taken out on this new branch of the NWA. And Dusty somehow is building up to the most almighty of 2021 zingers, even though it's back in 2002. He's building up to him. He must have known that one day, like he himself, would become part of a zeitgeist heist and nail this perfect futuristic zinger. He's going on about how Brian one day, maybe, 
Brian Lawler could maybe one day be as good as his father. Maybe one day he could be the king. He uh, he talks about how Brian's got a great look, which at which point Brian Lawler takes off the uh, the baggy sort of grandma sexy shirt he's wearing, starts flexing. <laughs> Dusty stops him and goes, "Oh, oh, oh, oh. don't get naked, I'm a kid." <laughs> <laughs> But the point is, Brian is just incredibly pleased all of a sudden, not realising that he's being patronised by the dream. He's just buzzed to be getting this ringing endorsement from Dusty Rhodes, a wrestling legend. Now, I'm aware that podcasts are not a visual medium. So right now on Twitter, because this is live, I will upload the pictures that go along. I'm going to send you a visual aid. Uh, Brian Christopher, who Brian Lawler, who steals this segment quite honestly with his facials. It's his selling of Dusty's praise that gets us over the doors. I'm going to send you an image right now that you can both see okay. of how happy Brian Lawler is to be getting praised by the legend Dusty Rhodes to set you up for the fall. So it's so important that he buzzes off Dusty Rhodes giving him praise. This legend thing, ah, oh, he, he said I could be the king. This is so cool. Dusty then tells him, he says, Look, you got charismatic coming out the wazoo. You're the most charismatic guy in the industry today. You're still a hot young guy. You've got all this charisma. Come on, show the world your charisma. At which point, Brian Lawler takes this as an instruction to pose down the hard camera, showing the world his proverbial charisma with what I can only describe. And again, I promise this picture will make it to Twitter with the most Brian Lawler face ever. Straight down, straight down the lens, right? He turns to his conversation. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see this for whatever reason. It's... It's Wehe in an image, basically, isn't it? It is. You would describe as you would you would describe him as chuffed to little mint balls. <laughs> hey, the Dusty dream says I'm going to be the champion. Dusty should have said that in his promo. Like, huh? Huh? <laughs> I think you've, <laughs> I think you've lost it. Dream. <laughs> oh, ah, this picture, which. Again, I will put online, but he's uh, screaming down the lens with joy, widest eyes, he's licking his lips, um, and Dusty carries on, he says he's good, he's really good, you really could be the king, and the point is, over the course of this promo, Lawler has gone from being fuming with Dusty, to being in love with him, and thinking Dusty Rhodes is biggest fan, Dusty again, goes all the way back around, he says, you could be the king, at which point, as if it was in 1991 or something, Brian Lawler, overexcited, interrupts him and goes, give me five! <laughs> <laughs> Sticks his hand out for the high five. <laughs> Dusty, Dusty suddenly turns puce with rage and goes, I give you five, and slaps him square across the face. <laughs> <laughs> and while Brian Lawler is selling the shock, huge bop. For the, uh, for the slap, by the way. Absolutely huge bump. While Lola is in shock and selling the slap, Dusty finishes. Oh, yeah, you could be the king, all right? King of these nuts. <laughs> <laughs> and scene. And it was, of course, that, that that went at the back of my mind when, well, Wilborn brought the buttons into the podcast, ultimately. Yeah, and it sort of sat there and I was waiting for the right opportunity. I regret regrettably didn't do mine and Sidgwick's usual quiet day trick and go looking in the poor V Diva comments. This was a rather respectful set of comments, as you can imagine, because Dusty's on fire. Uh, Brian Lawler is just being the really, like the best version of himself. Yeah. You know, David David Flair's there. So there's generally just respect <laughs> in, the, in the comment section. So I was only able to find a couple here. Um but I, um, I still think they're strong enough. So you've got uh, James Roberts, who eight months ago has replied, uh, why haven't I seen this before? Amazing. 
Jonathan Turbide just has no time for any of this nonsense because it's TNA. Nobody cares about TNA. <laughs> so <laughs> then you shut down somebody's enthusiasm on the internet. Great one here. Gman7677 from seven months ago says, is this is this where the famous words D's nuts came from? Somebody, <laughs> somebody earnestly, and I like it when YouTube people try. Like, no, I'm pretty sure it's D's nuts from the chronic by Dr. Dre in 1992. At which point BCDKP comes on and says, actually, uh, I think you'll find we were saying this in the mid-80s. And I still don't know where it came from, but I catch my wife with it and she still gets pissed. <laughs> so, <laughs> There's a man somewhere out there that's been D's nuts and his wife for 30 years. <laughs> Have a, get, have a get festive D's nuts to one of your family members today. D's nuts and your wife for 30 years. That's a good run. <laughs> Hell of a run. You're the king. Good <laughs> <laughs> That's what you normally do instead of D's nuts and your wife. Um, <laughs> last but not least, to Johnny Bush, he says, Three distinct wrestling families represented here. All three have at least one individual who possesses godlike status in the game. One of them is in the ring at this time. The other two are straight bums. Guess who is who? Stroke face emoji. R.I.P. Brian. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus Christ. Oh dear. Right. Well, akin to uh, akin to Michael Hamlet. I was thinking, uh, I was checking Kid Icarus's uh, spreadsheet for all of our latest. Need a bit of updating. Do that over the holidays if you get a chance, Kid Icarus. Thanks, mate. <laughs> Do our job for us. Um, and I was thinking, oh, what haven't we done before? Let's not forget. Let's. I'm, I was, I'm thinking back to the uh, to the secret banters of yore, the, the the law, some might say, of secret banter. We had, it's not even my car, last year from a British Bulldog, of course. We've had Natalia Farting, Claire Lynch. And then I thought, there's been a solid through line with your picks usually though, Adam. So I've gone for TNA women. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Specifically, Christmas themed. So I I don't know if you were watching TNA TNA this time. I've I've written backstory. I haven't got it, but if you can help us, that would be much appreciated, Hamlet. The TNA Knockouts Santa's Workshop Street Fight. Uh, but this was like a Christmas special impact, wasn't it? It's such a weird backstory. This it was a Christmas like every pretty much every match was Christmas themed. Um, I think this was the same night AJ Styles had to dress up as a reindeer, maybe. Yes, yes, it's referenced later. This is this is the show for Silent Night, Bloody Night. Of course, yeah. Uh, with a barbed wire Christmas tree. If you haven't watched that, go and watch it. So especially if you can find the clip. I'm not so sure if it's still on YouTube with Brian and Brian Alvarez, Brian and Vinny's commentary on it as it happens uh and as the yes aj stars and kaz have got to do something about reindeer and the loser has to dress as a reindeer uh, and my uh, favorite I mean, comment my favorite comment is um don west saying well we've seen aj stars in these sort of situations before like, <laughs> champion AJ Styles there multiple time world champion aj styles yeah well he's been in he's been in tough situations where he has to dress <laughs> as reindeer before but yeah, this was just a was it like two thousand seven ish? Yeah, two thousand seven. The knockouts division, you know, fairly well regarded, and I, I can't decide to this day if that speaks to the state of mainstream American women's wrestling because some of it was pretty lousy and pretty exploitative. But this was particularly funny because there was a really hot angle going on in TNA at the time. Gail Kim and Awesome Kong, legit 
like light years in front of WWE's uh, <laughs> Women's Revolution, all that sort of stuff. But the main thing was, this was still mid-2000s pro wrestling. And somebody got to work and spoke to a Vincent Mylight figure who basically like screamed at him, good enough concert outfits, good enough concert outfits. <laughs> what, about, what about his angle working? Put your concert hat on. Like that's, that's just what they were required to do for 10 years or something. So yeah, it's announced it is the, uh, I believe, first ever uh, Santa's Workshop street fight with the TNA knockouts. Uh, nine entrants in this. ODB's out first. If you haven't seen ODB, Google her. Um, she comes out. She's wearing elf ears. She's holding her boobs. And she's carrying a wrapping paper covered flask. That's her character. Big boobs loves the booze. That's it, basically. <laughs> In amongst all this, I don't, I, I, you know, you know our tradition with not really listening to commentary. Um, Don West says, My folks left a lot out of this when I was a kid. So Santa Shrek. Shrek Santa, Spider-Man uses his web to get the gifts down the tree and only Eric Young and Kurt Angle know about this. No idea what's going on here. And Mike Tanay says, well, anything's possible, Don, in the mind of Eric Young. What? (laughs) No idea. Anyway, next entrant, entrant number two, is Roxy Laveau. Hmm? Uh, she's the voodoo queen. She's in Voodoo Kin Mafia, VKN, with Billy, Mr. Arse Bloke and Road Dog, innit? They couldn't think of a word beginning with V for their Vince gag, so they came with voodoo and then had to hire somebody afterwards who played a voodoo gimmick, because otherwise they're just like, why? what's so voodoo about? What's so voodoo about the outlaws? Other than the fact they're putting pins in their own legacy, what's so voodoo about them? Well, thankfully, uh, Roxy's got that covered because she's bringing out a voodoo Frosty the Snowman doll with pins in him. Did she use a kettle? It's a snowman. Uh, out comes Jacqueline. Your dad would be happy, Sid. Yeah. Uh, she, <laughs> she's known Jacqueline. As, Jacqueline. She's known as Miss Jackie Moore, the pride of Tennessee. I don't remember being called that for very long in DNA, if I'm perfectly honest. But she's got a Christmas cowboy hat on. Yep. <laughs> it's, good, it's a good act. Her God, it's good way, good way. <laughs> uh, out comes Christy Hemi. So business is picking up. Um, and uh, Ms. Brooks joins. She comes down. Kisses a fan on the way down to the ring. Who clearly has never been kissed by a girl before. <laughs> reaction is, oh, thumbs up. <laughs> Thumbs up. Thumbs up, I got a kiss. Thumbs up. <laughs> also, as Miss Brooks, it's quite a theme here for these entrances, or a, a, a specific angle, let's just say, the cameraman take when the likes of Christy Hemi and, and Miss Brooks enters. As Miss Brooks enters the ring, I've just written cameraman tries to look up her tunnel. So, you know, that's quite an interesting angle that they've gone for. And also, I also love the fact that it's just like you say, this there is Gail Kim, uh, um, an awesome Kong, who I'll get to in a minute. Objectively, good wrestlers who had a really entertaining feud. But all this is is just Christmas bollocks with just, you know, women with Santa tops on, basically. <laughs> but in the ring, there's a toy box with w- weapons, sort of, but also just sort of Christmas gifts in it. And today, all of a sudden, gets on commentary. And in a really like, like, oh, this is, you know, really serious now, goes, well, what objects will come into play courtesy of the wooden toy box? (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, awesome Kong's out. She's near to piss about. She doesn't do any fancy Christmas stuff. She just walks down to the ring. Um, that's thankfully compensated uh, by the fact that next out is Angelina Love and Velvet Sky, who uh, provide something different uh, when it comes to, to TNA. Um, in the midst of all this, they tried to mention something about... Different to TNA. No, well, yeah. So they tried to talk about Oh, Samoa Josie just got her eye to the impact zone, but I, I didn't pay any attention to that because the other two of them were wiggling their ass uh, whilst they were getting in the ring. <laughs> and the commentators, Come on. commentators talk about drawing straws as the cameramen so they can be right up close to the ass, basically. <laughs> uh, and the final entrant... Just a seedy little boys club, isn't it? Just a seedy little boys club. And that's the... Sa- is, that's the send us to break, <laughs> by the way. That's the send us to break. Come back, you might see more ass. Oh, and there's probably, there might be some wrestling as well. We come back from the break and out comes the TNA women's champion, Gail Kim. Uh, she doesn't mess about either. Storms right down to the ring with her title and starts brawling with Kong. Uh, they brawl to the outside and Kong spikes her on the ramp at one point. And the rest of the knockouts, who don't really know what they're doing, you know the cameras aren't really going to be on them because they're having this quite good brawl, uh, Kim and Kong. And so they just sort of, swinging at each other and it's that one you know like in a bit of the rumble where no one really knows what's meant to be going on they just sort of kill in 10 seconds as that time is coming down so they can all be ready for the next spot so people are getting kicked and just no selling it people are getting chinned on the back of their head and going what's this oh oh no my head anyway so in amongst all this um kong and kim sort of fight to the back we lose them um Christy Hemi, um, she's sort of swinging a teddy bear around. And I love this. This is the clip that made me, I said this usage, made me think, well, this is what I'm using. Roxy comes in and absolutely nails Christy Hemi in the chest. She kicks her and she goes flying out of the ring. <laughs> um, and then some virgin in the crowd starts chanting, this is awesome, basically. <laughs> Uh, well, he was, we were warned about it earlier. ODB tips the toy box uh, right on top of Angelina Love, jumps on top, wiggles her legs and slaps her boobs. And then she thes presses Roxy. Um, but the beautiful people recover. They are the beautiful people, aren't they, these two? They're part of it, weren't they? Yeah. Um, they team up and smash the toy box into ODB's arse to send her out of the ring, uh, whilst Velvet Sky turns around to start slapping Miss Brooks on the bottom and Don West says little spank action going on so (laughs) (laughs) Christ man pamphlet remember in 2020 when we had all these arguments about AW's women's division yeah this is why female athletes didn't want to be involved in pro wrestling and this is why they had to draw from a pretty shallow talent pool (laughs) ready for Christ's sake (laughs) <laughs> so I'll, I'll just say I want bygones be bygones. <laughs> In terms of uh, priorities, you can sort of tell it from the next thing. So Kong... Yeah, I can tell it from the name of the promotion. So yeah, Kong, Kong <laughs> um, is coming back from that. I don't know where Gail Kim is, but whatever's happened backstage then, Kong's taking her licks, but she's taken out Gail Kim and now she's here to just ruin everyone else's night. And she's doing this slow, ominous walk and this... This unblinking stare. She's a brilliant, terrifying presence. But whoever's in the production truck, don't know who could be, is like, right, enough of that. We need to get a shot of, uh, <laughs> we need to get a shot of uh, Love's ass. 
Put Love's arse on for like three seconds, then we'll cut back to Kong. Because people might get bored watching this incredibly <laughs> ominous woman making her way to the ring. She gets in, she wrecks everyone. They all try and team up, doesn't do anything. Roxy, the voodoo person, thinks, I know I'll put this uh, gigantic woman down. A voodoo dance. She does a voodoo dance towards her. Looks a bit like a crap belly dance, if I'm perfectly honest. And she uh, gets a spinning back fist to the face for her troubles. Good. And it's also one of those ones where I do feel for Kong, because the amount of people she was working with outside of you, Gail Kim's, were really crap. And there's been numerous occasions where she, you know, drops someone where she's meant to catch them or whatever, doesn't care. And just, just back fist. Oh, well, well, guess you're going hard way. See you later. Um, Christy Hemi is dragged across the ring holding a cuddly toy, then power wand on top of it, and Kong gets the one, two, three. The match is over, but the segment isn't because Gail Kim's back. She's brought a steel chair with her. Uh, Kong attacks her before she can use it. She puts her in position to power bomb her, but Gail Kim hits a really great scorpion kick to escape, bounces off the ropes, come back, grabs the chair. Nice, safe chair shot to the sort of arm. Big old chair shot to the back. You know, we've all seen this before. And then a massive unprotected chair shot right to the head. <laughs> TNA, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Kong immediately gets back up, no sells it, and they start brawling until they have to be separated by referees to end the segment. Wow. Merry Christmas, everyone. Stick around for the silent night, bloody night match. <laughs> And then were you <clears throat> Wilborn, were you all at all inspired to watch this by sharing with the office uh a lockdown favorite of ours the other day, Rob Terry taking well, we the chair. That yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that making it like the headshot is sort of eerily reminiscent, not least because it was in the same building in the same ring as the one that Rob Terry took. Yeah. And there was uh, some fans have no doubt watched this and had uh, wondered if they want some garlic sauce with that. Um, <laughs> right, let's go to the comment section. Once again, these do not reflect the views of myself, the Dandy Boys, or What Culture Wrestling. Maxwell Peter starts us off. This is comment one, Michael Sidgwick. Uh, right. I'm watching this one week away from Christmas. Guess you could say my one came early. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. That's the first one. Top comment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just to let you know Wilborn did do an action <laughs> uh, Mark Birch been in the festive spirit just writes ho ho hoes so you know that's ah, nice. come on, oh, on. on. Santa's phrase isn't it that's what he's no no it isn't uh, Joel like Fli- perverts yes misogyny I want them to really like the women too much from a safe distance like don't call them hoes Joel Feliciano uh, writes, Roxy kicked Christy Hemi right back to the Divas search. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, this kick is brutal. Um, I mentioned earlier about the beautiful people's entrance. They just go between the... We've all seen it. Yeah, they go Mm -hmm. go between the middle rope and the top rope and they wiggle their arse a bit. It's just, what are you doing writing this on the internet? Kenneth Connor. Oh, that is one lucky ring rope. I wish a girl would do that to me. (laughs) (sighs) Uh, Shoot name as well. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm pretty sure he's on NXT 2.0, isn't he? 
cursed panties, right? <laughs> <laughs> my god <clears throat> in reference to the uh yeah. beautiful people's entrance I, I love the the weird admission but also like the kind of brag <laughs> normally normally i last 15 to 90 minutes 90 90 90 Normally I'll last 15 to 90 minutes, but I couldn't last one minute. So... <laughs> Normally it's uh, you know, 15 minutes to an entire football match, but I just within uh, 59 seconds. Come on, we'll wait till the match kicks off. Uh, uh, next up, uh, the uh, this YouTuber. Just right. <laughs> Just right. Three months ago, this. Uh, it's just the dot, dot, dot here on my phone. Oh, I wish all these women sat on me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Can I just do that? <laughs> my favourite, I think my favourite one, and the final comment, was written seven months ago by Alan Chamberlain. Shoot name again. Yeah. Like FBI of all. I presume this is about the beautiful people, but it, it you know it, it's in a thread of things about the beautiful people. It may it may be about any of these women in this match. You're right. Seven months ago. <clears throat> We're just coming out of lockdown. He's like, right, time to time to let the world know this. Oh, imagine waking up next to one of them. You wouldn't keep her out of, the, out of bed for farting, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God damn it. <laughs> Go on, Angelina. Fart all you want, love. <laughs> like, every now and then, when I'm outside, I'm, you know, touching grass. So that's a genuinely, like... Are you one of the YouTube commenters? <laughs> <laughs> so you see some guy, I'm like, ah, oh, bless you, you don't look like you've got any life at all. Like, are you one of them? Like, shoot name, horny on name. <laughs> Jealous of a, a ring rope. Yeah. What would you be, what would Take you, a bump <laughs> what would your dream job be? Ring rope, please. <laughs> Middle ring rope for beautiful people entrance. And shimmer. <laughs> no, no, no blokes. No <coughs> oh dear. So Merry Christmas to uh Alan Chamberlain. <laughs> Merry Christmas to everybody. Merry Christmas, Mike. Merry Stuart. Christmas, well Bob. Christmas, uh, Merry Christmas, Hamfler. Merry Christmas to both of you two. Merry Christmas, uh, Safe travels back to your homes. Yes. This. Yeah. What are we saying? Snowy, windy Christmas day? I don't know. <laughs> and this post-apocalyptic Christmas day? Safe travels home. Uh, thanks once again to Sarah and Kiran for our lovely gifts. And everyone else who's previously done Absolutely. It. And thank you to everyone who's uh, who've joined us over the year, who've listened, who've subscribed, who've, who've sent us lovely comments on Twitter. It is preposterous, genuinely, to see us top of the wrestling podcast charts, but we couldn't have done it without you guys. And... Uh, if you're stuck with something to do in that weird bit between Christmas and New Year, why not leave us a five-star review review 
uh, for us to get back to. Because I think our first show back after the new year is a Tuesday. Because yeah. the way the bank holidays fall. Oh, oh, Welcome back to work. Welcome back to work. It's Monday Night Raw. So we'll be straight back into it. So do leave us a five-star review on iTunes, suggesting something short, crap, and wrestling-related. You've seen the examples we've just given. This sort of thing, basically, going forward. Um, but yes, thanks once again uh, for listening throughout the year for all your fantastic love and support. Uh, let us know your thoughts. Uh, and uh, how you're spending Christmas Day on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Watch there, you can follow all three of us. You can follow Michael Hamflit at... Michael Hamflit. You can follow Michael Sidgwick at... M. Sidgwick. And if you've got some Christmas cash that's burning a hole in your pocket, you can even order Michael Sidgwick's brilliant new book, Becoming All Elite, The Rise of AW, on Amazon worldwide right now, in fact. And you can follow me on Twitter at... Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at What Culture WWE, as I said. Make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts. But this has been the What Culture Wrestling Podcast Christmas special secret banter. My thanks to the Dadly Boys. Thank you for joining us throughout this year. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. See you in 2022. We'll see you soon. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.